Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. But right now we go to the hotline and we welcome on one of the best authors. We've had him on a few times and every time it's great. Uh, Wrote the book about Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Uh, New York Times bestselling author, formerly New York Daily News, Dallas Morning News, the whole shebang. Gary Myers joins us on the show. Find him on Twitter at Gary Myers NY. Gary, thanks for joining us again, my friend. How are you doing this morning, Ken? Well, you are full-time author. You're cranking these books out, and they're all amazing, buddy. I got to tell you. Now, this one, how about them Cowboys inside the huddle with the stars and legends of America's team? What inspired the book? Then tell me about the book, obviously, itself, friend. Yeah, um, well, you know, I spent eight years in Dallas um, covering the Cowboys for the Dallas Morning News, which was probably the best time I had in my life professionally. It was just, it was a great time, a a great newspaper war going on. So um, it it was very intense, and I I learned so much. And so I've always really enjoyed writing about the Cowboys and moving back to New York in 1989 and and the Cowboys – winning three championships not soon after that, not long after that. Um, you know, I was still writing a lot about them. But the inspiration for this book was really, how is a team that hasn't been to the Super Bowl in 23 years now worth $5 billion and it's still the most popular team in the world? You know, isn't winning supposed to translate into value and popularity? And, and so it was really to kind of explore this phenomenon and then as I was doing my research, I just got into a whole bunch of different things. I spent five hours with Jerry Jones over three different sessions and times, you know, significant time with his three kids who were all very involved in the operation and then with Witten and Romo. And so I kind of made it an all-inclusive book about things that really interested me about the Cowboys. And because I think I've always been pretty good at knowing what my readers are interested in, um, I think this is a book that's really appealing because whether you love the Cowboys or hate them, there's something in there that will appeal to you, either why it's been so long that they've been in a Super Bowl or what is it about them that they've been able to maintain being America's team despite the lack of success on the field. So uh, I I really had a lot of fun researching it and writing it and, and reconnecting with a lot of people that I knew when I was in Dallas. How much time did you spend with Jerry Jones? A total of five hours over three different sessions. So if you know Jerry, you know I got in about five or six questions. <laughs> <laughs> How do you, well, don't uh, take this the wrong way. Because when, yeah. when, when I heard an interview and then I, I talked to you about the, the Peyton Manning, Tom Brady book. Now, I know Peyton uh-huh. Manning's tough to, ra- to wrangle down. Weren't you riding around in a car with Tom Brady for a while? Yeah, that, that was... Uh, that was probably the most unique interview that I've done. That uh, we drove from Gillette Stadium to downtown Boston, where he was living at the time, and he was driving. And I was a little wary of doing that because, you know, how much is, is a guy really going to be able to answer your questions with any depth to them if he's concentrating on driving? Mm-hmm. But I was told that's how he does all his conference calls with the each week with the visiting writers, and he was really good at it. And if I did it that way, I would get more time with him than if I just 
sat in, say, a meeting room where he'd be looking at his watch, looking to get home to his kids. So I said, okay, fine. So I was really, you know, Ken, I was rooting for, like, the worst traffic jam in history. <laughs> so I had more time with him. Well, we spent about an hour doing that, and then we just sat in the car for a little bit before um, we, we said goodbye. And, uh, yeah, so one hour with Tom was, was great, and then I had some follow-up interviews with him as well. Peyton, unfortunately, uh, when I went out to Denver, found it in uh, his heart or whatever to give me a full 20 minutes. Which I heard that's basically like four hours with him. Well, I, you know, I had a feeling it wasn't going to be great. Uh-huh. And, um, I mean, we can get into a whole conversation about, I mean, I, I knew both of them very well, Peyton better, before I started that project. And I can dispel the myth really quickly that Peyton is the greatest guy going and Tom is this reclusive, arrogant guy. Oh, it's the exact uh, opposite, isn't it? Very quickly. Yeah, it's the exact. From what we hear, and from what and hearing your account, it's basically the exact opposite. That while one guy does insurance commercials and very down to earth stuff, and the other guy does Bovada watches, it's basically the exact opposite. Is one guy's going to give you time? I, I'm just amazed, honestly, Gary. I really am. Gary Myers joining us on the show. That a lot of other writers with Jerry Jones, with Tom Brady, as as open as they can be, they'll be told to pound sand. You get access unlike anybody else. Like, nobody else is getting 20 minutes, even with Peyton Manning. It, does that come over time, or is there a secret to it where guys just trust you? What is it? Well, I think I would have gotten more time with Peyton had a few months earlier after they lost 43-8 to to the Seahawks at the Super Bowl here in New York. If when he was doing his group interview after the game, I didn't ask him if he was embarrassed by the team's performance. And his face got red, the veins were bulging from his neck, and he, he was really mad at me. And the, the interesting thing is that a bunch of his teammates had just finished saying that they were embarrassed by how they played. And I thought it was kind of a softball question, considering they just lost by 35 points. But no uh, I, I think he kind of carried a grudge against me and you know, gave me those 20 minutes um, against his will. Because I believe Patrick Smythe, who's a terrific PR guy for the Broncos, had told Peyton that I had already spent a lot of time with Brady and he can't let Brady's voice carry the book. So he convinced Peyton to spend some time with me, although it wasn't a lot. But um, the way I do it, I guess, you know, I've I've been doing this for a very long time. I think I treat people fairly and with respect. And, um, you know, there's there's still room for that in this business in the day and age of social media and hot takes and trying to be first and not worrying if you're right, that I, I've kind of maintained my, my standards that I've had all these years. And, um, and, and it's, it pays off on the big projects. And I was there when Jerry bought the team. Of all the people currently in the media, I know him longer than anybody because, like I said, I was there February 25th, 1989, the Saturday Night Massacre press conference in at Valley Ranch when they announced he was buying the team and he had the most brutal press conference I've ever sat through. He's getting attacked by members of the media. But, and then I moved back to New York about four months later, but I maintained a good relationship with Jerry and especially with Jimmy. Jimmy and I became pretty good friends, and then we worked together on Inside the NFL and HBO for a couple of years after he left the Cowboys. So uh, they've, all, they've both been really open and honest to me over the years. And, um, and then Stephen was just invaluable to me uh, in this, with this book because 
when people get a chance to read the chapter, I think it's the second to last chapter in the book about Jerry as a general manager. Stephen took me right inside the draft room. I mean, literally giving me the play-by-play of what happened when Johnny Menzel was on the board when the Cowboys were picking in the first round in 2014 and how Jerry went around the room begging, I mean, begging with everybody there to side with him on Manziel. And when he realized he was on a complete, he was on Manziel Island, Manziel Island there. He's the only one who wanted him <laughs> and how, how Jerry gave in um, against very stubbornly. But the play by play that Stephen gave me, I think, really provide, I think it's typical what I have in this book, and I don't mean to pat myself on the back, but um, there's really a lot of behind-the-scenes, inside stuff about the Cowboys that despite how much people have read about the Cowboys over the years, I promise you, you're going to learn things by reading my book because as much as I thought I knew about the Cowboys going into the project, I learned things. Uh, in doing the interviews. Well, the Manziel story alone will solve the book. Gary Myers joining us on the show. That's amazing. You can find the thing on Amazon, basically anywhere books are sold. It's fantastic. Again, the name of the book, How About Them Cowboys, Inside the Huddle with the Stars and Legends of America's Team, New York Times bestselling author Gary Myers with us on the show, at Gary Myers NY. I only have a couple, so I want to ask you, yeah. uh, of, of today's NFL, how much is it changing right before our eyes where we're looking at different quarterbacks, different offensive schemes, and we're starting to see maybe some not older coaches. I don't want to be an ageist, but guys who are more archaic's a rough word, but I'm gonna use it archaic in their thinking, really getting exposed this last year with with seven step drops, classic pocket throws where it's kind of not that way anymore with a lot of these young guys. Right. And I think that may have been a factor in Mike McCarthy not getting the Jets job is that they were really looking for somebody with fresh ideas. And despite the fact that he has a, a Super Bowl trophy on his resume, it wasn't enough to overcome Adam Gase being a 40-year-old guy with lots of new ideas, but a losing record over three years in Miami. So I, I think that backs up your point, Ken. But one, thing, one point I do want to make, yes. is why, and why I find this weekend so fascinating, is that last weekend the Cowboys scored the most points of any team uh, of the four games, they only scored 24 points. But now, like the big boys come in, the, the teams that got the bye, and three of those teams, the Saints, the Rams, and the Chiefs, were scoring points at, at record paces for, for parts of the season. And to me, the way to win in January has always been play defense, stop the run, and run the ball. And that's been the formula forever. We'll know if there's really a new NFL now where it's a complete passing league and it's just going to be like a video game. Let's see what happens to the Saints, the Rams, um, uh, and the Chiefs this weekend. And not only do they win, but how many points do they score? And if they win in the 40s and they win 40, say, you know, 42 to 30 or something like that, or, you know, something like 42, 31 or whatever, then we'll know that things have really changed. But if those teams lose low-scoring games or if they win low-scoring games, then you know that during the season, okay, it's a video game during the season. But when it gets down to the single elimination games, it's the old-school football that still wins. So I think this weekend will tell us a lot about that. Awesome. Gary, I thank you very much for the time. People, they need to go out and get the book, the brand-new one on the Dallas Cowboys. You can find it on Amazon again called How About Them Cowboys Inside the Huddle with the Stars and Legends of America's Team. Gary, thank you for the time. Hope to run you down again when you come out with the next book, sir. Thank you very much. Terrific. Thanks a lot, Ken. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 